0: Today on People with Passion for Pets, we talk to Megan Weaver. Megan is a veterinary technician and canine rehabilitation practitioner. And she started her own company out of her love for senior pets called the Senior Pet Movement.
1: Hi, Megan. Hello Hi there, how are you?
0: We're blessed, how are you
1: doing? Good morning. <laughs> Good, I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. So excited to be here.
0: You have a website called the Senior Pet Movement, and you refer to yourself as a senior pet advocate. So tell our viewers a little bit about what you, what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, so our whole motto is um, educating pet owners to give their pets the best quality of life possible throughout their senior years. Um, honestly, my, my send off on my emails are age is not a disease, so enjoy the journey because when people say, you know, my dog is getting old and just leave him in the corner, that's not, that's not what we want them to do. We want them to move around. We want them to be in tune with their dog, to know what he needs. And kind of the journey is really growing with them as they age, you know, from a puppy all the way to senior years. And um, I think it's just more education that people need to know to make sure that, you know, it gets out there to the world
0: what I love is it's not just your website. It's not just about selling products that may be great for senior pets. It's really about educating people. And um, one of the biggest things is to, to become a pet owner Mm -hmm. that can support an elderly dog, right? So I noticed you, you also do some seminars. Can you talk about those a
1: little bit? Yeah, so um, I have a massage uh, workshop for dogs and cats. And I honestly think massage is one of the best things you can do uh, for your animal as they age, because especially with arthritis, they're gonna have tight muscles that come along with those joints. And you're gonna wanna know how to be able to massage that back out um, to give them the best quality of life possible while they're you know, trying to get around um, as best as possible. Um, I also have a free pet CBD training, so I want um, the owners to be informed about what CBD could actually bring to the table uh, for their pet, so, you know, I I do really love companion CBD, but I want them to make an informed decision, so they can, you know, I teach them how to, you know, find a, a product out there that they would really enjoy, um, and then the one I have a handout that says eight things your senior pet wants you to know, or eight things your senior cat demands you to know. (laughs) And it's because I want people to know how they can uh, put things in their house or make changes in their house that can help uh, their senior dog or senior cat, Um, you know, as in put in really comfy arthritic beds or make sure there's water on every floor. Um, or use a help them up harness. You know, it's just little tweaks here and there can actually make your pet a lot more comfortable as they age.
0: No, and that that is such a good point. I mean, years ago we had an elderly uh, Chesapeake Bay Retriever, and he would slide on our floors when he tried to get up. And we we found these little doggy socks that you can put on, and they'll give a little traction. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's sometimes it's like the little things that really make yeah. such a big difference, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just throw down some rugs on the floor, yoga mats, or something when they where they turn. You know, it's things that you just don't necessarily think about sometimes.
2: Well, how did uh, how did you get started in
1: this? Yeah, honestly, it was when. I uh, adopted a senior dog when I was 23, fresh out of college, (laughs) which I'm sure, I don't know as a 23 year old, that's the best thing to do (laughs) to tie yourself down to a dog. But um, Jack was wonderful and he was one of the best things I've ever done. So um, I adopted him when I was working at a vet practice after I graduated and got my bachelor's in biology down in Northern Virginia and then he looked like he was 105 years old when I got him honestly <laughs> but he had these eyes that were like would look into your soul so you're like oh my gosh I have to take this dog and he was just my best companion my hiking buddy my confidant you know my friend and so through the years um I was able to become a licensed veterinary technician and I was able to learn from board certified surgeons and board certified neurologists. So I really got to scrub in on those surgeries and see what arthritis was all about, and, you know, scrubbing on heart surgeries and hip surgeries. And um, then I got to learn about my rehab department, like canine rehab. And um, I got my certification uh, as a practitioner from the University of Tennessee in rehab. And so I had my own rehab department for five years after we moved up to um, Virginia and maybe like eight years ago Jack started really slowing down and I wanted to do more from him than just like give him one pill like I knew there was more out there but I was still in the training process and so I just always kind of kept that in the back of my mind so fast forward you know six or seven years later after he's passed And I was like, I can start a business where I can teach owners how to care for their pets um, within the confines of their own home and while working with their vet. Um, So I wanted to empower the owner. And when I had my rehab department, I found that the owners that had the best amount Um, Of progress um, and kept their pets more comfortable were the ones that did exercises at home and did all the things that we talked about. So this is really up to the owner. I'm just really here to guide and educate.
0: That's wonderful. So you also offer um, some consultations where people that maybe are sort of at a loss or not quite sure uh, what it is that they could be doing for their elderly pet can
1: yeah it's a virtual consultation just kind of like you know what we're doing here you know um, technology is amazing and the fact that I can help someone out in another state you know I love that and really what we do it's 40 minutes of um they filled a questionnaire so I know what their you know what their dog is struggling with I know what the the vet has diagnosed I know what medications they're on and because I've had all of this background I'm able to like help them through what they're going through right now and help make a plan for them through using some exercises, maybe adding in some supplements, uh, maybe a little bit of um, learning about massage or adding in some brain games, um, things that can just support them as they move through their senior year. So we make a plan and every dog is different. So you have to, it's really just contingent on the plan and the owner because I also realize life gets lifey. And um, it's just, it's hard to be the perfect owner. So I meet you where you're at, and we go from there.
2: Do you find that um, that people shy away from older dogs? I mean, I guess older, older dogs. Are you able to tell people, because we, with our clients, there are some clients that we recommend to get an older dog, just so they don't have to fight with the house breaking and all this other (laughs) stuff. You get an older dog and it's okay to just lay around, take him for a little walk in the backyard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I love senior pets, like hands down, Jack was the best one because he wasn't, I didn't have to be with him 24 hours a day. Jack was just happy to sleep and go out and walk every once in a while. So I wish more people uh, wanted to get senior mm-hmm. pets because honestly, I find them so loyal because they've been somewhere that they weren't, happy, and then they find this owner that's amazing, and they're just loyal to the end. So I definitely recommend people getting senior pets, honestly.
0: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we love to talk about is, you know, get a pet that fits your lifestyle. And so a lot of times when you have somebody that's that's working full time or, you know, may have little children, you know, adding a puppy into the mix or a younger dog, isn't it can be very, very challenging. And yeah. so we really try to advocate for, hey, there's a lot of pets out there that need homes and they are already house trained and they already, you know, have kind of quieted down and are a little bit more in that that doesn't don't need so much of the you know training and guidance so yeah I think that's great
2: well they need yeah. a big uh, doggy bed in the corner somewhere yeah. and I love They the
0: <laughs> <Yeah,
1: laughs> little exactly. massage and they're so happy <laughs> yeah
0: and they bring so much joy so talk a little bit about your pets
1: oh yeah so my pets now um so I rescued I've um I guess rescued eight kittens so far, like that've been like little bottle baby, like so small. Um, I have three of them now and I call them my old bitty kitties cause they are 15 and a half. Wow. And they all have their own little personalities even though they're from the same family. Um, they're just so funny and they all have their own like senior traits. So one is a diabetic, she has arthritis and the other one is, um, you know, she has, she's mowing all of her fur off. So these animals are just, they all have their little quirks and we just try to keep them as comfortable and happy as possible (laughs) while we do that. Um, And then I have two cats or I'm sorry, two dogs. And one is Rooney who um, you're right when you said, you know, find a dog that works for your family. Cause we had lost Jack when I was pregnant with my first daughter. And I told my husband, I was like, we need to get a dog before I have this child because I want the dog already to be in the family. So we got Rooney and he was about one and a half and we got him from a kill shelter and he's just so wonderful. And he's nine now. I can't believe it, but um, he's just so athletic and he loves to run with my husband and he's just a great dog. And then the other one is Einstein, who he is a, 10 year old um, mini Australian shepherd. And um, I got him from a family member who they lived in New York City and they had three boys. And they're like, We don't have room for this much energy in the house. (laughs) Is there (laughs) any way you can take this wonderful dog? And I said, Absolutely. Like, let's make sure the dogs are okay and he acclimates, you know, okay with everybody in the household. But uh, he did. And so, honestly, I have a, a senior pet. Um, you know, old folks home now, honestly, <laughs> because they're all seniors now at the same time. Um, but they're also wonderful and lovely in their own way, and they just bring so much to the family. Yeah.
0: Well, it's kind of neat though, because if you uh, if you have uh, products that you find, then certainly you can test them, right? Yeah, you okay. got like the yeah. test family there.
1: <laughs> They're all testers. They're all it's testers. Kelly's like, using the C B D right now for her arthritis. It's great.
0: <laughs> uh, any other products that you came across that you're like, this is amazing? Here's something that uh, you know, you wish more people would know about for senior
1: pets. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, for arthritis, I think supplements are a great idea because they help give nutrition uh, to the animal's joints that need it because arthritis is such a multimodal, like, um, you know, the, the... joint is involved but also the cartilage and the bone and you know the muscles involved so there's just so much going on that if you can add in a couple of supplements that might help um, with the nutrition of the joint or help decrease inflammation that would be super helpful so um, fish oil is always a really good one um and your vet would definitely have the dose um also i really like Movo flex um, because it has like five different ingredients that have all been tested um third party tested to know that they all work in the joint and that works in different areas in ways. Um, you know, if you don't want to do like an oral route, like the Assisi loop is actually a loop that uses an electromagnetic pulse that you can get to bring it home and it can help decrease inflammation that way. So there's just so many different ways you can kind of work with, um, the arthritis that I think is great, honestly. And then of course, always adding in balance and um, strength exercises from a rehab standpoint that people can do at home. Um, I know you guys are trainers, so you guys know how uh, wonderful it is when your dog does something that you ask them to do. And as they get older, you know they could go over cavalettis or they could you know, walk up hills or zigzags and stuff to keep them more balanced and comfortable.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. we, uh, we talk to, you know, we do these interviews and it's, we always learn something new. And I talked to a lady uh, in regards to agility and we were talking mm-hmm. about our senior dog Jaeger and how we had to get a ramp yeah. and, you know, telling people, you know, one of the things that we learn is that you can't just, you know, as humans, we just kind of want to do it, right? So we we put up, we put up the ramp and then we think the dog will just go up. And what we realized is we had to make sure that he was comfortable walking on that first. So we would just lay it flat on the ground and just walk him over it until he was fine and then gradually increase it. And then he was comfortable going up and down into the RV with it, which was great. But, you know, those are some of the things where sometimes the human mind, we're so, uh, uh, focus on the end result that we don't break it down enough for the pets to learn actually all the little steps that they need to be comfortable with, you know, some of those items.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think training is wonderful to start out with, and it's going to make your life so much easier when they become a senior and you have to do some different things for them. So that's so great.
2: And that was one thing you were mentioned about changing some things around the house is when he would go through the doggy door we have a block home and he had to jump down about this far and normally nobody would think anything about it, but you could watch him go through there and he would look at the jump. So then I put blocks over to build it up. So it was a platform that he would just slowly go down and it made such a difference. He would start going out more because he didn't have to think about, Oh, I got to go down six inches, you know, but just, just little changes like that, you know, and your, your pet will tell you, I mean, you know, they'll get up to a, a threshold and they'll look at it or they'll they'll get on the edge of the couch and look down they'll tell you you know even it's not verbal if we just pay attention a little bit you can go yeah. we gotta you know put a put something in that area or
1: something yeah,
0: yeah it's funny too we had yeah. I remember we had a lady that um she she called us and she said it's so annoying all of a sudden the dog just is on the couch and she's always been on the couch but now she just barks and, barks and 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 we're so we come over there and we're like you know what she's elderly and i think she's trying to tell you that she you can't can get, get down. down by herself and so yeah and so we I, we suggested one of those little doggy rams and now she's like yeah down, i'm up and down, down again so yeah that's you know. and it was
2: cute too. <laughs> it was very cute because all of a sudden the dog is just i can go back on the couch again and get back down and it you was just that like one oh my thing.
1: gosh <laughs> finally, <laughs> they finally understand. They train humans. <laughs>
2: <happens>. <laughs> I've been telling you for weeks. What's going on? Here?
1: <laughs> finally got it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Even um, it's the subtle things that they do—the hesitations, the you know, looking at an area while you're petting them, or you know, it's just those little parts that um, really in tune owners know, and then that's a red flag that they need to talk to their vet because. They need a thorough workup. There's a lot of pets out there with arthritis that the owners just don't know because they're not looking for the correct signs for it. So that's definitely one thing I teach everybody yeah. is how to know pain signs in your pet that you might, you know, limping is one thing, but there's so many other subtle things that they do try to tell you.
0: What are some of the um, the tips that you would give owners? Because I think that's a very, very valid point is that especially when when you're with the pet every day these changes can happen so gradually and over time. And so it's very hard sometimes to see that. So do you have some, some tips for our viewers on what you would be looking for?
1: Yeah. I'd love to share some. So um, limping is always the easiest one. If you notice your pet limping and they don't stop within a couple days, then that's a red flag and you take them to your bed. Um, Also, the hesitation on the stairs going up or going down the stairs, Um, and if they stop halfway, um, that's also something. Also, some people don't notice it, but um, when they go out to use the potty, if they're not positioning correctly, or if it takes them a long time to actually position, that could be a red flag that there's some things going on, something's uncomfortable there. And these are just arthritic Um, things, you know, because um, they're also if your dog's not eating, vomiting, diarrhea, all of those red flags that you always want to take your dog to the vet. Um, For cats, it's um, if they're not eating, if they're not following you around as much, um, if they start hissing more at you, you know, when you're touching them. And honestly, I love to tell uh, pet owners that you know your dog the best or cat the best. And if they're doing something, like if they're always a happy-go-lucky dog, and now they're kind of hiding somewhere, or if they're, you know, they like to do their own thing, and then all of a sudden, they're following you around all around the house. Those are just like little red flags that you're kind of like, hmm, something just seems off, and that could warrant, you know, a vet. Visit. Yeah.
0: I think one of the things that we heard sometimes too, because we, you know, we specialize in behavior training. So yeah. we get a lot of calls on that is that people say, you know, all of a sudden my dog is nipping at me when I'm grooming them. It's like, well, that's a oh. telltale right. sign that, you know, there is something going on that you should They're like you stay know. away from that area. Yeah. yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. And that's
2: exactly right. Cause that's what we, you know, we're not vets. So we say, take them to the vet because the vet will look for the pain points. And
1: right. unfortunately
2: or fortunately, I don't know, but dogs dogs and animals just have a high pain tolerance a lot more than humans and they'll hide it they'll just they'll go like our jack russell she can have a thorn in her paw she doesn't won't slow down we have to look at her like she's on three wheels you know and then you know vets will be able to find that area and then kind of get an idea of okay we got to work on that area because it could be just a strain of a dog playing tough you know like Jack Russell swam herself sore. you know, I, I broke my little Jack Russell as a puppy, she just swam so much playing fetch and the next day, you know, she just couldn't walk is like okay what did I do to my little dog, you know, but that you know you start noticing stuff like that, and it is important, you know, they'll, they'll know how to look for that.
0: You know, and that's a good idea, though, and and maybe something to talk about is that I know that exercise is certainly important when dog age, but at the same time, you you could overdo it, and sometimes a dog that is so driven for a ball or a stick or running can sometimes overdo things and so I think as as owners we have to also be responsible and stuff and here in Arizona it's so hot right and you get people that they're out there and they're throwing the ball and it's like you know heat exhaustion is a real thing that can happen very quickly you know so I think those are some things to
1: consider as well. Yeah, I mean honestly I have two thoughts on that. My my dog um Einstein has luxating patellas. So his kneecaps go in and out and he's not happy when it does actually do that. So when he goes all out um he can be limping the next, you know, couple of days. So when I throw a ball now, I just roll it a couple of feet. He's really excited to go he's get just... it still, but he's not going all out. Every time I'll throw it every once in a while, but really, you know, you just kind of gauge it by how the dog is doing and just, you know, uh, rolling it that way um along with your um you know your dog not wanting to show you how they're so stoic right um it really goes back to how the primitive days how pri- their primitive brain where they're like if i show awakeness, i will get eaten out in the wilderness <laughs> yeah and it's yeah, so yeah. interesting because like that doesn't pertain at all <laughs> you know um but they still have somehow that primitive mentality so they're like no i'm fine so it's I'm really fine. up all to the done. owners yeah to yeah. be like Oh, something's wrong because you're looking at me weird instead of yeah. just telling you. <laughs> well, and you know, I think when when it's obvious
0: that the dog is in pain, then they are gonna be in a lot of pain because yes. you know, so by the time so,
2: you can see it, it's yeah. it's a lot of pain. So, so
0: yeah, those yeah. those first signs, like we talked about, the <clears throat> excuse me, just being stiff or having trouble getting up or not wanting to walk down the stairs um those are the signs when you do want to make sure you you start looking into what's what might be going on before it it goes further. Yeah, cuz jumping mental. on it
1: early is always so much better. Um, you know, catching it early will just delay everything, which is which is so wonderful. And honestly, again, massage is probably one of the best things you can do for your pet because you're always putting your hands on your dog and so you'll know where their painful areas are along with where arthritis usually where the painful areas are on arthritis. So you'll know kind of which muscles to actually work on. And I show where they are in that respect. Um, And it helps with relaxation and pain. And it's something you can just do with your own two hands after you learn it for the rest of your life. So um, I always just wanna say massage is just a wonderful So, and I'd love to um, give a 20% off coupon um, to your viewers if they would like to do the massage workshop, so.
0: Oh, great. Thank
1: you.
0: So should they use a
1: coupon code? Maybe MCS.dog? That sounds wonderful. (laughs) MCS.dog 20. Is that that okay with the 20 after? All right, that done now. (laughs) Okay.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Well, of course, uh, we'll share that in the description below as well. And and I think this uh, is definitely something that our, our viewers will enjoy because there's so many people out there with older pets, and you know we love our pets, and they they give us so much joy. So we certainly want to make their their senior years as comfortable as mm-hmm. possible. And and nobody wants their pet to be in pain. So I think these are all wonderful tips and and mm-hmm. things to think about.
2: It takes the human to change their perspective also because. We want our dog to be a Jack Russell until ending days. And we have to realize that you can't, you know, chase whatever's like you used to, you know, so you, you have to, you have to change it up for the dog, but still you don't want to take away their excitement. You'd mentioned the ball thing, which is kind of funny because Jaeger was a, a big boy, you know, a lot of weight and he used to chase the ball. And when he started getting older, we changed, he couldn't stop. And so we, ch- we changed it up. And what we did is we sent him out into the yard and then we rolled the ball to him. That way he didn't have to run and chase it. He was already yeah. stationary and then I would roll it to him. And then he would, he would get that stained play on. You know, he goes, okay, he does the ball, but he didn't have to.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he rolled a couple of times. I remember before we noticed that he yeah. you know, so would, you know, 105 pounds, he'd chase after the ball and then yeah. the ball would stop and he'd thread a.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I was <laughs> like, okay, we have to change it up here. You know, change
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But it worked I love really that well throwing there. it at him. That's yeah, so yeah. Great. And he loved it because the play drive <laughs> was still there. You know, it mm. was just <clears throat> it was just coming at him instead of him chasing it. So mm-hmm. it worked a lot better for his
0: ones. The good I'll thing is with that, him that in yeah. yeah. He, he was he was a chessy, so he loved the cold water. We he <clears <clears <throat> would just sit in the ice cold water. Yeah. it feels yeah. so good on his joints. He
2: would just sit <laughs> there and float. <clears throat> we went up to Montana. Oh I love it.
1: Like <laughs> yeah since exercises are just so necessary, um, you know, balance, you know, dogs start losing their proprioception. So like, if you turn your ankle, your body knows to put all your weight on your other foot to make sure you don't fall down. And when they have arthritis or surgery, uh, they start losing those uh, receptors and those joints, the brain telling them where their joints are at all times. So balance exercises can actually uh, make those receptors stronger so it can actually help. So that's why balance is so important. Um, and there's just so many different exercises you can do with your dog along with, do you, you know, keeping them agile. Can you, can you give some examples of balance exercises? This really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on my YouTube channel, I have a couple, um, I have a three-legged standing. So have your dog just stand and pick up one leg and he's just subtly moving, you know, his weight to the other ones. I have, um, you know you could do two-legged standing you could do standing on a pillow or on the stairs sometimes you can feed your dog on the stairs so they're kind of doing some balancing while they're eating um and then also while you're walking just start doing some zigzags or circles with them you know nice wide ones again that's active balancing so they're working on weight shifting and you know making sure um you know they're using their limbs uh correctly so it's just also, Cavalettis are really good. I don't know if you, I'm sure you guys know what Cavalettis are, but they're stepping over. So your dog usually has a normal range of motion in their joints, but when they stretch, they can get really much farther out, right? So Cavalettis actually make them bring their legs up more. So that's actually giving them a more of a range of motion and balance while they're going over. So, I mean, honestly, I could talk about <laughs> this stuff going blue in the face because I just find it so interesting and so helpful, honestly, yeah. So uh, what's uh, in the future for you? Anything coming up? Yeah, so I've actually been working on uh, this training for senior pet owners and senior pet sitters. I know, I don't know about you. I know you guys take your, you know, pets with you when you travel. But as um, when I take my kids somewhere, the hotels sometimes don't let me bring all five animals with me, senior pets. So I I started making this senior pet training. Uh, It's called senior pet sitting training. And actually what it is, is it's teaching pet sitters how to care for these senior pets, which can sometimes come with complications and come with medications, you know, diabetic animals, um, you know, canine dementia. It, so it really teaches them, you know, a little bit of canine first aid, um, a little bit of how to tell if the pet is in pain. Um, and it's also for the pet owners too because they'll teach them exactly what the pet sitter needs to know to set them up for the best success possible. Um, which is also, you know, telling all of their forks, their daily routines, you know, things like that when they don't really think about it. And then also one of the big ones is making sure the vet knows. Um, and they have uh they have what is it like the the possibility that they're able to bring the dog to the vet if they ever needed to, and they have the proper paperwork in order that they can do stuff for their pet when the owners aren't there um, and it 's a lot of something that the pet owners don 't even realize um is possible, so I think there's a lot of education out there that can help senior pet sitters um, care for pets um easier and w- with less um you know, being less nervous about working with a dog like that. And also I think they could increase their pay, honestly, if they have that under their belt, um, because I pay a lot for people to watch my senior dogs and cats now.
2: <laughs> That's a great idea. I've never really even thought about that. And it's just more knowledge for the pets that are, And you know, they'll be into it because it makes their life and their job a lot easier if they understand what they're getting into. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that's Great to come. very excited about it.
0: All right. And so that is a, a, going to be a virtual training. It's going to be available through your website. Yes.
1: Yes, Perfect. it is. Great. Mm-hmm. Find it there.
0: That's awesome. And so you mentioned YouTube channel. So uh, share
1: your social media links. Yeah. Um, so I am on Facebook at the Senior Pet Movement. Also on Instagram at the Senior Pet Movement. Um, I have my website, um, www.theseniorpetmovement.com. Um, and on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel that I'm working on. It's not completely (laughs) up to date with everything, but I do put tips and tricks in there. And I always love just putting out new information because I think it's the best. And if you want to join my email list, because send a weekly email with just so much information, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to be kind of the right hand man for your vet. You know, your vet is there and they're number one. And I'm just here to help you know guide you and educate you and help you wherever you need it, so you know, I hope this helps some of your viewers because what you guys are doing is just so amazing and wonderful and I loved your gummy YouTube one the other day. <laughs> oh, great.
0: <that> I, <laughs> I started putting in collagen powder, right, which yeah. there's so many things that we can use personally, mm-hmm. and that we find out now that are natural ways to to help us age better. And we just did a great interview with Happy Bond, which is a wonderful supplement um, with collagen and tumor neck and helps with arthritis and other aging oh, nice. things. But, um, you know, those are just ways that you can you can incorporate making healthy treats for your pets. And, and I think that's such a neat thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So wonderful. You guys
1: can do some stuff at home. It's great.
0: Well, Megan, this has been uh, very fun and very uh, interesting, all this information. Thank you so much for being on People with Passion for Pets today.
1: Yes, thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pets. We're Jim and B Walker, and we share the adventure of life with our dog Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, Or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.